This ain't real. It's Can we not, not real. It's reality. No, it's not. TV. It's the Hannah. Hannah. Just keep your earpiece in and answer the fucking radio. So nasty. So rude. Is Jamal not, coming? Not. Of course not. not. Wrong, wrong. Wrong, wrong. I've made my decision. Bring back my girls. Bring back my girls. Hi, I'm your co-host Chris alongside A and This Ain't Real, a podcast where two Caribbean girls recap reality TV shows. Before we get into the episode, be sure to follow us on social media at This Ain't Real Podcast. Hi, so today we will be reviewing Real Housewives of Potomac, Season 6, Episode 4, Going Ham at the Pajami Jam. <laughs> I I don't think that's the best that they could do, but if they say so, then they say so. What about wigs and a blanket? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, that would have been a good one. Is that the name of our episode? Maybe we should title ours wigs and a bank blanket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Show, show yeah. them how it's uh, show them how it's done, Chris. <laughs> but um, so we have like a couple things to touch on today. We're gonna this start. Is, mm-hmm. We're gonna start. You want to rate the episode first, or you want to wait till we done our? No, 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 no. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that in the like at the end. At the end. But okay. Definite exciting episode. I thoroughly enjoyed from start to end. Like a roller coaster of emotions, but I was a roller coaster of emotions though. It was a good episode. I think this is the kind of episode that I like to see because mm-hmm. it it gives you something in each scene, right? Uh, yes. There's this and there's something to talk about. Like each moment was well used. Whereas you know, sometimes we know when it's a filler episode and they're slow going, you know, and it's like what what are, what are we watching? You know, why are we watching this? Why why are we you know? And mm-hmm. so that's why I liked it, but it wasn't a roller coaster. My 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 position has not changed on some things. Some other things oh, now. Some okay. other things now. If you heard me in episode um when we reviewed episode six point three, that wasn't me, guys. That wasn't me. Oh wow! I am interested to hear where this is going because. Well, let's get into it. Let's get into it, right? And oh, let's well. talk about the invitation. Let's talk about the invitation with the omission of the grand dame. Where do you want to um, begin with this? Do you want to begin at the start. point where the invitation was, was sent? I want to begin from the start where Robin gave us the intention mm-hmm. behind the invitation. Right. Now I sat there and I was like, Robin, this is all good and well. Yeah. This should have just been a phone call. Let the girl know, hey, what's up? This is what we want to do. But I told you, Robin is just the muscle of the operation there. So, you know, she is just to be the bodyguard. But I'm like, all this was could have been avoided if you had just pick up the phone and just call the girl. Go on speaker. Hey, hey Mia, it's Robin and Giselle. We just want to invite you. This is just a one-on-one. We want to get to know you without Karen. Like, but no, no, no. You didn't even have to say that. And that is where they went left, right? Mm-hmm. And not to preempt our later discussion, but you saw the reaction. Actually, even if we because again, this ain't real. But in real life, right? 
you meet somebody new even if they were if you met them through a mutual friend or a a, a not so friend friend right mm-hmm. it's like hey we're trying to get to know you or hey we having drinks come out you know hey, you can't just assume that that person would invite somebody else because hopefully mia has the etiquette to say hey can i bring Ka-? the same way when wendy invited karen karen asked can i bring mia can i bring a friend right mm-hmm. so one let us assume that everybody has the common courtesy to say, hey, Mia might have said, hey, can I bring Karen? And you could say, oh, now, nah, well, we only made a reservation for three or whatever mm-hmm. it is. But you knew you were being shady when you added the without Karen. Boob so, and she caught it. Exactly. exactly. You so Robin, Robin had good intentions. Yes, the intention behind it, even maybe from Giselle's part, might have been well-meaning. But when you add that and Giselle knew she was being shady because you mm-hmm. it's like it's also like saying listen and again I use the Karen example Karen inviting Mia or asking Wendy to invite Mia but let's say we were and Grandam had a point you didn't say uh without Karen Candice and Wendy you said without mm-hmm. Karen but not only that you know Mia you know Karen brought Mia on the show you yeah, know, you know is Karen's friend, friend. So you are intentionally trying to still be fair because yeah. you could have just say, Hey, come for drinks. Mia would have showed up. If Karen right. showed up, which I don't think she would have done, in no. terms of Karen would not have gone and Mia would not have invited Karen without telling you. But if Mia showed up and Karen was there, you could have said, All right, let's flee the scene. Or, you know, we're trying to get to know you one on one. Even if you said that we're trying to get to know you one on one. But the without Karen was shady. Mia caught it. Karen caught it. Ascala and Wendy caught it because they were like, you know, when when Robin said, you know, when she read the message, um, Ascala and Wendy were like, without Karen, you know. Exactly. Everybody knew what you were trying. And this is why you all need to stop playing with Mia. Like Mia caught the shade the same way she, she caught the same way she caught Wendy shade at the table. Oh, what have you got done? You look like you had some work done. And she caught that and returned serve, and you're mad. Why you're mad? She caught it this time again. Like Mia is with it. So she mm-hmm. knows when when you are, she doesn't need a shade interpreter. Like she speaks fluent. Like she gets that you're trying to be shady. And so it was like, okay. Yeah, she caught yeah. it. Now, response came in sharp, came in blunt, came yeah. in hard. Yeah. It did. Okay. Um, and I was like, okay, Mia, all right. I mean, you know, you were within your right to respond like that, right? What um, what went left is like Robin taking serious offense to that. Like, before we, if we could just backtrack a moment, because I know we kind of speeding up to Robin, uh, to Mia's response to the message, right? Mm-hmm. And I want us to not overlook a very critical part of this episode. Chris, tell me, mm-hmm. what was Carl's purpose in that scene? Because uh, Giselle came in ready, no. like her face was done. Okay, I was no, done. Well, he, he put the switch wigs. He laid the wig on her head. That's all. You sure? Yeah, he just did her wig. He just oh, gave her I the did, wig. Oh, you didn't look notice. like the same hairstyle. I didn't no, see a difference. I don't, think it was, I don't think it was the same hairstyle. But I noticed everybody has really? this telfer bag. Did you notice that? Yes, it was definitely product placement. Um, yeah, yeah. But 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 Chris, come on. You sure that wasn't the same wig? 
I see him try to to, to comb or curl or two. But he did something with he he did something with um he tried something with Robin's hair. Like we saw that. No, he, he didn't. didn't. He just combed the, the same way he like pulled the curl from Giselle's wig and just kind of combed it through two seconds. Mm. Is the same thing because let me they came in ready let me pull up this scene because mm. that wig that wig looks like the same wig she had on when she walked in it looks like the same wig she had on in her promo you know intro shoot it looks like mm. it looks like the same wig altogether so to I'm me, like, it, looks, it looks improved i'm like, like he ain't beating face he ain't laying wig so he's just getting there to Carl, yeah Carl is just her little Carl is for a, her sounding board because he doesn't really help her style. He doesn't help. She walked her in. Hair. She walked in here and makeup done, yeah. and she just got dressed. So same thing for really same thing for Robin. Anything but to listen to him. He ain't and no Mikey. Exactly, and I also coming back to the invitation. I'm like, you two are shady in terms of even. I felt like Giselle's shade towards robin was unnecessary it's not her work ethic that you have a problem with that's a whole different layer you have a problem with her punctuality right punctuality and work, work ethic let's make a distinction because you're really throwing your friend under the bus if you're saying yeah but robin is such a spineless woman she always does that but she and she catches it but she lets it um she lets it slide she lets everything slide. anyway that's but yeah so, and then but, I said, I had a note though. I was like, listen, this this duo works because they both like aloof and awkward. Yeah. Like they don't give like emotional besties. Yeah. They're just very like, oh, we look alike and we could just shade it other people. People together. Yeah. It's like yeah. a it's a marriage of convenience. Like I'm shady, you're shady, you know. Let's just be, you know. Um, but yeah, so back to the invitation. Um, so yeah. Mia caught it, returned served, and you was you returned served, and you were saying that um it was a bit sharp. Yeah, she came in hot. Yeah, but she had a, she has to because she knows she knew what was up, and you were good. And I think I think as well the same way like they're trying to say oh um um like Karen is the one who might have told her to say you know like to to, to that you know sort of thing. I don't uh, think Karen is. I don't think so. Anything. Exactly. And not only that, but you think you think Karen is influencing her. And I'm like, but that's what y'all were trying to do. Y'all were trying to A, get her away from Karen in order to spin whatever, you know, whatever story or whatever thing y'all were trying to spin. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. Mia is her own woman. Um, don't act like you didn't come at her left. And I feel like her response to it was justified in that yes like she said it was very direct so yes she could and she did apologize for that we'll get to that soon yeah but she said it was very direct but i do think it is okay well what we have to talk about that you you know like you can't dictate to me how i you understand how i would how i should um like carry about myself or who to invite who not to invite whatever whatever but not only that it reminded me of a a situation as well in real life right so we were like a group mm -hmm. like a committee of people mm -hmm. doing something and we had somewhere important to go um and i mean it's big hardback people right like mm -hmm. we were in our 20 somethings and like one of the guys was like um 
and make sure and dress properly, right? So he was telling one of the one of us that. And so all of us are like, um, she's a grown woman. Like we know that if you're going, you know, like everybody knows mm -hmm. time and place. So the fact that you would say that in your mind it might mean anything, but you are suggesting that the person doesn't know how or, to act, how to dress. Or how dress. To, yeah, you, yeah. that's not your child so i could get when me is coming from like girl you can't you understand how you over here calling shots on me no especially if you're calling shady shots you know mm -hmm. but yeah so you want to get to the invitation part that spilled over into the pajama yeah we might as well just knock that out too because that's that part really upset me because I was like, God, me, I really wish that you held held your own and didn't back down. I don't, I disagree. You I know mean, why? Yes, you apologize for coming in so direct or whatever, but it's like, ugh. Nah, do that. I think do that because it shows that it shows how petty they are. Take the high road, girl. Because listen, and we did say, okay, it was a bit sharp. And yes, okay, so y'all might not know how I communicate or how I you know how I think so let's call this a misunderstanding um I will apologize I'm usually very direct let's think but let us not pretend like when she walked in there y'all didn't try her and what I'm going to take back it wasn't me in the last episode on RHOP because I was like oh nah Ascala is fine you know when she said mm. that comment about when she said that thing about Karen being drunk and whatever or mm. she has a drinking problem you know to Karen I was like you know, maybe it was whatever behind the scenes or or, or whatever they were feeding her. No, but no, no, no. Come She's now. Just, yeah. Yeah, come, yeah. I was like, come now, um, come now to this scene and you were like, Oh, um, it's giving delusion. You know, like people are being I was like delusion. <laughs> Where that word come up from? Exactly. That is so I was like, are you looking for a moment? Where is the delusional girl? Nobody text you like you have no no you have no stake in the situation in the first no, no. so yeah. yes yes before Mia walks in all of you might have been chat chatting about it the Karen yeah, and the yeah, whoever yeah. else fine but at this point even Karen is mum right it's between Mia Giselle and Robin Robin and you are putting in and again all Mia said was that listen and she and I think that was even at the point where she apologized because I was you know and then you were like oh it's delusion like where's the where's the delusion I said how I felt about it I felt you were trying to control me or control the situation or whatever why do you feel why is that delusional that is real I don't know I would I just I had I was like listen Ascala, just shut up because this is not the time or place for your interjection at all. I don't understand where the delusion came from. Um, I also felt like you were not part, as you said, like you were not part of the. They didn't ask you to come for drinks either. Exactly. <laughs> like, but not only were, that, but even and if muscle doesn't need muscle to defend her. Like, exactly. You know? <laughs> more than that. More than that. In the clip that we saw with the three of them when Robin was reading the response, when she first read the text, like I said, you and Wendy had a reaction to it mm -hmm. because y'all caught the shade. So at the moment when you recognize that, oh, why did y'all say without Karen, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's not the way to go. Why are you such how, an app? How did you exactly? So I'm like, all the time y'all trying to say Mia is fake. Uh, let's check Ascala As because that is... And I'm like, she is talking too much, starts giving too much input for somebody who does not have a peach. Like, girl, yeah, I think she just fight down. too much for a moment. But, you know, at this, like, everything is just a fight down for a champagne flute. 
well, so that's yes, a I told you, like, I read her from a long time. I was like, listen, she needs to sit down and observe, like, be exactly. on, the, on the fringes and observe. Because, I mean, if Candace could just be, Candace hold her tongue. Exactly. And right now, she trying to reconcile with Karen. Exactly. She held her tongue. You exactly. Know, if Candace could do that, you can more than do that. You exactly. Know? Everybody, that's what I'm saying. Everybody else was just kind of like, okay, let's just see where this goes. Let them hash it out. And like I said, I'm happy that Mia took the high road and she wasn't because she could have gone down the petty road and stuck to her thing. Like y'all were being shady. I didn't like it. I said what I said. And she's like, you know what? Okay. Y'all don't know me as yet. We, th you know, that kind of way, but we know it was going to be some BS when they got together for drinks. Anyway, we know, you understand? We know how it would end. Um, again, Mia clocked Shane. She might have, she might not have clocked what would have happened at the drinks. Um, but she was, I think she was, she was justified in her response to it. It was sharp and she apologized for that. Cool. She went and she did her damage control or whatever. I'm going to need Giselle to come down to 10 because again, Mia apologizing, like I said, sets up Giselle now in terms of me actually, and Mia is maybe strategic. Or she knows how to get. I don't these think so. I don't even think so. I, I tell you, I'm just very upset about like, oh, it seems like you're groveling to Giselle. No. It's like, okay, now you're boiled down like Baji no. to be like, yeah, well, this is how it, it seems works. like it seems like I'm gonna have you guys on a yo-yo. <laughs> like, no, like I don't see that. I don't see that. It but seems anyway. Like now that I've apologized, put on your big girl pants and show, you understand? Because now if Giselle continues this nonsense after I apologize, it's like, well, I've apologized, you know? You want to be mad. So no, whatever beef... Mia is very... Whatever beef you guys what have is... is... Like, I had the whole... I had a whole spiel for me at this episode because mm -hmm. I'm trying, I'm truly like trying you're... to like her. But Mia she is good in circles... Yeah. And she is not as transparent as she thinks she is. Mia is She's good. Not. TV, she... I love. Right, her. I will give her that. She gives what she's supposed to give. Exactly. She gives what she's supposed to give. But as a human being, I'm not sure if I want her in like a close circle because I, she and the truth are unfamiliar. They don't no, know no, each other. No. I love, That's I would, I would That's count Mia, I would count Mia as one of my girls because Mia, mm -hmm. I think Mia is like, watch me wrap them up. Huh? That's concerning. No, no, no. Mia is like, it is what it is. Like, watch me rile them up, right? And all of them, oh my God, how could she say that? Oh my gosh, like, she's so rude. She's so whatever. Okay, well, I'm sorry, <laughs> right? What you gonna do about it now? Are you gonna keep on 10? Are you gonna, like, Mia is like a catch me if you can and I love it because Giselle and I mean gonna know what to do with it even a scholar there with her trying to turn her peach into a plum a morbi into a champagne glass whatever it is she trying to do over there she don't know how to respond to it even can like the fact like you said the fact that Candice is saying just like everybody is just like and I love it I love it I'm sorry she is the shake they need I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying to give her a chance, but I'm just like... My girl is the shake that they need. I was just like... She is giving good TV. When but... she sat with Karen, and, and again, Mia is kind of like Karen, because that is something Karen would do. 
<laughs> that is that is Karen. Like especially, especially like in the in the first couple of seasons. Like that is Karen. Like I'm gonna say it. Oh, you're mad. Okay. It depends on what it is to her because again, we saw her not back down in terms of that situation with Wendy. So again, she stood her ground there. This one, you give a bit because okay, yeah, I was a bit, you know, harsh or direct or whatever, and you all didn't, you know, take to that. Yeah, Mia is given. Um, that little scene with her and Karen where she was relaying the messages, they they laugh really. Yes, me. And that spread. I was like, oh my gosh, this is a oh. very bougie spread. Yes. She's very I well, like her house. Cool. I actually yeah. when now that we see a little more or maybe a different angle, I was like, yeah. It's a nice penthouse. That is how I expected Candace's house to look. Like the current you know, the one she's just sold. No, the new one. Like I expected okay. it to be like she's been in this one and, for a long while, and Candace but, just got there. Yes, but again, not you just even the furniture, but the look, the modern, the look, the fa- mm. you know, the fancy, the kind of thing. And like I said, Candace home given me like rural, like mid-century rural. something, not even modern. So I expected anyway. But I digress. I like her house. I like the spread that she she put that she girl you did that. Don't have these girls up in your house though. Don't let them bring that bad energy into your space. But mm. when they were talking about the the text messages and they were laughing, I was like, look at you two. Oh, look cute. But anyway, that's all I have for the invitation. I think I think a scholar girl come. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm sorry. You now you're like she's now like fifty fifty for me. I'm on the fence. I liked her. In the previous episode, now I don't really like her. So, girl, let's see what you pull out next week. And from the looks of it, it's more mess. It's more mess, yeah. Um, well, she—I mean, she she's like an extension of the Green Eye Bandits. So, anyway, can I say um, now? Sorry, mm-hmm. and not to not to cut cut or preempt what we're gonna say, but I feel like. Robin always has a new, not a new, always has a good relationship or a good in with the new girls. And then Giselle intervenes and she forsakes it all for Giselle. In that, when we saw Wendy yeah. last season, mm-hmm. even even Ashley to a certain extent, if I remember yeah. correctly, mm-hmm. it was cool because Giselle is just, not Giselle, Robin is just like, well, whatever, okay. Yes. Because she's a very easygoing person, you know. Exactly. She's a very low maintenance friend, easygoing. And easy to get along with if it (sighs) wasn't for the ridiculousness of it all. And so even with Monique, I don't even think she really had a problem with Monique until the Umbrella incident. But again, that was... Yeah, that was spurred on by Giselle's issue with Monique. Yeah. So yeah. she keeps picking up Giselle's beef where you don't have to. And I was looking at mm-hmm. again, like I said, Wendy last season, even Mia this season, you don't have a problem. You don't have a problem with Mia. No. You know what so, I mean? Like, why why did you attack her when she asks Ascala if she, you know if she got businesses? But even before like, that, why, why did you why did you allow Giselle to add the shadiness? Because your intention was fine. Giselle, you understand? Came yeah. with the shit. Or even when we look at now her and Ascala, I'm just looking at it like I'm just like, look another friend that <laughs> Robin is gonna have to forsake when Giselle has a problem with her. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it always happens. And yes, you brought Ascala on the show, but I'm like, how long is this gonna last, Robin? 
until you have to pledge allegiance to Giselle. Because mm -hmm. if Robin stood on her own two feet, she could have had all, like, she would have been the middleman. She could have been the go-between, but, you know, between the role that Wendy's trying to play, like, the go-between, but, you know, for all sides, she could have been the voice of reason on the show because you can't be that dull and not be the voice of reason. Like, dull people on these shows tend to be, you know, the yeah, wrong. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 You 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 are jeopardizing your place for Giselle, but I just had that comment and, you know, seen as how... As yeah, I I want to because I want to close this thing on Ascala and like I said now I'm on the fence with Ascala so I just wanted to just put that out there and yeah like I'm can really on. trying with the new girls I'm really trying but Ascala had me side eyeing her from Pampa from Party so. mm. yeah don't come for like you don't know that lady you don't know how much she drinks yeah you're, you're wrong um. Mm, so, I mean, are we going to wrap up the pajama party at this junction or? or... Yeah, we can. Let's let's just wrap up the pajama party. Okay, so my my uh, my last note was actually about Karen and how she, as soon as Robin entered, she was like, come here, come here, Robin, give me that neck. And she just... <laughs> <laughs> she I don't even think it was that. I didn't even think it was. I didn't think she was on on Robin's neck. I think she was just like, you know, like softening it a bit. Like, no, I'm really asking about your wear, you know. And again, like I said, that's the kind of two step that Mia does too. Like, yeah, I'll come for you about your wedding, but really, Robin, how's the wedding going? Like, you know, like I am really interested. But then in her confessional, her confessional in response, I was chuckling. I was like on the floor. <laughs> I was like, oh, I like that look. I like Robin's little look. Yes, she the yellow little, look. Yeah, she looked a little Caucasian, but it looked nice. No, I know. loved it. And my note here says, now you look good in the yellow confessional, but yeah. there is some BS excuses because Karen, like, Karen really is like, uh, I don't buy that. That's BS. <laughs> That's BS. <laughs> I call foul. And I'm like, yes, Karen, I call foul too because. It's not about the size of the wedding. She's like, you waited five years for the ring and now you're telling me about pandemic. And I'm like, it's true. Like, not only that, but they're saying your first go wrong. You know what I mean? It's not like your first wedding, his first wedding, no, your first. Huh? I don't know what the holdup is. Maybe maybe one, one, one is probably hesitant, commingling funds again. Who yeah, knows? Maybe it's the money for the wedding. Maybe she's trying to do something. Who knows? But like I, like Karen said, I call BS because y'all could do a backyard wedding. And oh, we don't we don't want to do a super spread. Well, then do us do a small event. Go to you, city yeah, yeah, you, the man, your children. There's a hold up there, but Giselle, and his best but, like you could do a backyard wedding. Unless they're like holding out for Bravo coins to pay for it. I don't that know. That would be a long time. But yeah, I do I, I don't see Bravo sponsoring. For, no, it's not. If it was maybe Giselle, yes. If it was Karen, yes. I think Karen, yes. Yes. You know. Um yeah, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, yep. that's about it. Because I was going to say Candace and I'm like, nah. She would have, she she still has a way, a ways to go before she get like spin off paid for a wedding kind of thing now. But um she so she if she waiting on Bravo, she gonna be waiting a while longer. 
Mm-hmm. And she should do it now. That way their budget could be small and they could save some money. You can cut down on the guest list. You can yeah, tell Karen. An excuse, like, oh, yeah, you don't have to invite Karen. You can say, well, you know, we ha- you know, you don't have to invite half of these girls because you could say, oh, well, pandemic and our guest list was shorter, you know? And then that could have been that could have been a talking point this season. You know what I mean? Um, but anyway, in, in wrapping up the pajama party, let me also say in this episode we get yet another flashback with Monique when they were doing the fireballs in her in her basement. Yeah, in her basement, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. So that's four episodes then. <laughs> yep. Um so I mean, I guess the other part we will um so what are we moving on to? Ashley we're moving and on to Ashley and Mike. Oh wait, before we wrap up the pajama party, can mm-hmm. we talk about the the never have I ever game? Oh well, I wanted to. I mean, we were going to talk about that with Mia, but sure, let's do that. So I could drag her now. Sure, sure. What is? What do you have to drag her about? I don't understand. Start, start, start. Like, what do you want to talk about? My only thing is, about? I um. Like she said what she said, and I'm like, I don't know why they are still clutching pools because or why they are surprised because we have free spirit Ashley and Michael on the cast already. Why so... they are surprised is because this girl keeps talking in circles. This girl keeps not she says she's transparent, but she's not. I mean, a clit I don't know, a vaginal rejuvenation versus clit re- reconstruction or whatever she said in the she didn't episode. she just said she had it done she didn't say right. what she so had she done had, she, no she said she had her clit done so right so but that's what i'm saying as as ashley said she's like maybe it was long and flapping in the wind and she had it cut off vaginal rejuvenation but is that even a... is a whole this is like a makeover of your whole vagina like your livia your vulva your like but that's everything. what i say so right so Right, so if vaginal encompasses all, well, say you had a vaginal rejuvenation, it's like, no, what is irritating is you say one thing and in the next episode, it's another thing. And this is a second, this is a second case of this. You and she's getting caught all the time. So next week, we're gonna hear, well, you know, it wasn't a threesome, it was more of a um, a cuck holding. Um, experience where I just watch him have sex with other women, like that. That is the next. I don't I mean, care and, because and technicalities count because in this group, you go. You have to be specific and talk your real truth. Right, and I still think it's the real truth. I still think no, whether she's not. talking about she's parts just, or the whole thing, because again, she's she's talk, it, she talks too much. And but then I also like not enough. I well, you all just don't want to you all just don't want to like me. Mia is gonna irritate no, I you. I truly I love it. I truly want to like her. I do. I want to give her a chance. But there there are inconsistencies with the stories that it's she's not telling. And then I also want to point it's the out. Details. I also want to. I mean, I don't want to skip ahead. But we having a same insta a, a same issue. As last season with Wendy and the four degrees, and I'm a doctor because every five minutes she's like, "I'm a boss, I'm a boss, I'm a boss." It's the same thing, and we no, have I to think treat that's it different. It's not different. I'm a boss. I have four practices or eight practices, and she says it all the time. 
But again, that's different because she doesn't say that. This is not like Heather on Salt Lake City that promoting her business. This is someone who's always like trying to reassure herself and also the audience that she is able and she is so far removed from the past life that she lived. That is different. You know why? Because the only time she addressed one, when she came in, Karen said she's a boss. When she came into the pajama party, no, no, no. That's the one time on screen, like in the taping, in the recording. The second time is when she asked, do you own businesses or whatever? She asked a scholar, right? That was the second time. Every other time we've heard I'm a boss was in her confessionals. So okay, so what does no no no? It's a different. It's different. That is not different. It is different from Wendy. It is different from Wendy. Because Wendy was using exactly. Wendy was using it to Mm. attack people in that. Yes, she did. Oh, people like you. Yes, people like you call me doctor, and I'm a professor, and I do like Wendy. Use I have four degrees. It's 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 not the same same lines. It's not along the same lines. Well, Ascala, how many business do you have? Because I run a business, and I can't like. Do you have people contacting you to exactly? But it wasn't. It wasn't a point of condescension, and that's what I was saying. It wasn't a point of. No, 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 it was a point of comparison. It wasn't a point of condescension because she was saying, because, okay, so you run a business. If you are the CEO of a business, how would you feel? Because people don't do that. And that's what she was saying. It wasn't a, you, and that is why when Robin jumped in, it was ill time because Robin took it because perhaps Robin is new to business and Robin took it away. That's not what she was saying. You have, you don't have a business. So you don't know. She said, how many businesses do you own? Do you and so would you think people talking to you like that? That was what she said in that situation. And then Robin said, Oh, it doesn't matter. Of course it matters because again, it doesn't matter, but it matters. Because again, if you don't have people calling shots at you, or if you are typically the one in the position of seniority or power or whatever you want to call it, it is difficult to have somebody come and tell you, okay, you have to do this, do this when where why and how so it wasn't supposed to be a point of condescension she didn't come in at her like oh you don't own any businesses so you don't know she said how many businesses do you own and are you a ceo and do people speak to you like that and a scholar well, i can't remember if a scholar got a chance to respond because robin jumped in and that is different from wendy saying i have four degrees how many degrees do you have that's different or people like know. you call I me see- this Mm, I see. Y'all want to be. Y'all want to be pressed by me. And if let me see if next week she's saying I am a boss again because it's like if she's saying that oh, in I'm a confessional, message me and tell me who and who I can bring. No, I was on your side. I am on your side. She she was Giselle was out of bounds for saying that, but also a boss doesn't have to say I'm a boss every five minutes. You get what I'm saying? Like Michelle Obama in saying, I'm a boss every five minutes. She knows who she is. She owns it and she walks and Right. And I feel like that is why y'all, well, not y'all, but that is why the girls have a problem with Mia because Mia never come in there saying, I'm a boss. She never come in there saying, oh my gosh, boss stuff. We haven't seen it yet. Trust. Right. And that's what I'm saying. So I am not going to judge her based on that. And so if I'm talking, if I'm telling that I have 17 practices or 14 and three new ones, if I'm in my confessionals and I'm saying, well, yeah, I'm a boss. And so, you know what, we have this or we have that going on. Then yes, girl, pat yourself on the back. But she never wants to use it as a point of condescension for even when she was telling 
that girl Wendy that she was simple minded, which Wendy is simple minded. I don't care what nobody says, she is simple minded, regardless of a PhD. She didn't say you are simple minded and I own businesses. She never said that. And so it's a clear distinction between how Wendy was weaponizing her four degrees and Mia. Apples and oranges, girl. Mm-mm. I don't see it like that. But um, I mean, as I mean, we on this topic, so we might as well just explain, like, talk about the practices and get it out of the way. Her yeah, tone. I didn't have any notes on that. I my only thing was I see where they go in with this storyline of um, you know, balancing the businesses or balancing the professional life and the motherhood, which is a typical storyline that most um not most that I that I see a lot on um on like housewives and and like married to medicine and that kind of thing, that mm-hmm. kind of bummy guilt kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have any other comments on on the the businesses. I okay. didn't. I mean, I was like, I, I was, I was, I was like, okay, so she got four different. Um, she got her practices in four different states. That's that's admirable. So I gave her that, and I also told, I also said that I liked her black power suit. It looked professional. Some of the wives go. I don't even remember their, what that looked like. No, some of the wives go into their like office spaces, and you can tell that it's like a vanity project for them. And she was dressed. Mm-hmm as management so I was like okay I'm gonna give you that like at least you know it seems like you're hands-on with whatever it is so um I wish we actually the only thing is I wish we actually got a tour tour but I guess maybe that might be later with the girls as opposed to with the staff yeah Um, because then it would make more sense yeah yeah it might make more sense yeah Mm -hmm. it might make more sense for her to give them the tour so that they could give us the tour so we yeah. can know exactly what they do at the clinic, you know, because I feel like when, so like if again, using Heather um, from Salt Lake City as an example, like when she started her new practice, like we were able to see what the old, pra- okay, so we know the kinds of procedures that you do. Mm-hmm. Of course, this is a different kind of thing. It's not a beauty clinic, but still, okay, this is the room where we do whatever, this is that. So I wish, because I think she has new, um, new, what you call them outlets opening i wish mm-hmm. well I, I mean we don't know what the season will hold but i hope that we get to see her building it out maybe bringing you know whoever karen along or whatever to help decorate or whatever i expected mm-hmm. it to be the only note i would say is i expected it to be a little more glam like i expected to see like a couch set and a, you know no, like it's not a beauty but so. i guess it is you know, chiropractor yeah i guess i guess and then we did see we did see them in the first first episode or so with her and karen in the in the um clinic when karen was getting her her back um thing Mm -hmm. adjusted yeah so So, yeah so i go back to ashley yeah Mm -hmm. um ashley and michael you mean yeah her husband yeah um Again, I just have one um one note on this. I don't know if you have any notes on the scene, because my note comes at the very end. No, I am, I am. <laughs> to me, I was like, oh no, girl, he's not inviting you to this new venture. He's letting you know <laughs> this is what he intends to do. This new um movie production 
investment opportunity he sees but I'm, I'm like I'm side eyeing because that a lot of things could go awry with movie production yeah so um, I'm like okay Michael you know but then again a lot of there's a lot of travel in, involved in data but then like he said they are they are the money behind it not necessarily like the you know sort of I know he is gonna use that as an opportunity to be like, lifting. Oh, I, I, I gotta um, go and scout this um but I think, yeah. but I think, um, well, no, because, and that's why, again, what is our rule? And she asked the right questions, and this goes back to what we were talking about with Beverly Hills. Ask the right questions. What are we getting ourselves into? How much is it going to cost? Whatever, whatever. Because, um, like I said, if you are just the money behind it, then you have people to do those things. But more importantly, um, is Michael and Ashley richer than I thought they were? Because movies are expensive. It's possible. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah, it probably oh, is. Movie yeah. movies are more expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, are expensive, sorry. Um, and kudos to them for finding new streams of income. My comment on this was right at the end, which is, and I said Ashley used her safe word. Her safe words are either it's really active or a bit of discomfort because mm-hmm. that scene ended quickly when they started to go back about you know about the restaurant and the whatever the whatever and now she's like oh i feel a bit of discomfort (laughs) should we go yeah let's wrap it up (laughs) done scene cut scene move on to the next not even we didn't even see them getting into the car we didn't even see it was like just pack this up we're going yeah cut scene and so if ashley well no she's having the baby in this um in this episode because i was saying if she ever uses the term it's really active or I feel a bit of discomfort. Mm-hmm. I know, like that's a, that's a, that's a safe word. Like, yeah, bravo, 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 yeah, bravo. Yeah, like, <laughs> Michael, we ain't going there. Let's let's <laughs> let's. Also, before we before we move on, because that was all I had on that scene. I don't know if you had any more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to need the production mm-hmm. to show me the date and timestamps on Ashley going into labor and this pajama party if you want me to believe that they were happening simultaneously hmm. i don't think it did but anyway. i don't think it did either <laughs> but they tried to because you know candace was like oh she's probably going into labor any second now and then they cut yeah. to like ashley and thing. I'm like, beef is tough and the beef is tough and i wish they would i wish they would stop pretending i wish candace would stop pretending like it's okay because I think Ashley has been for the last season and so been in a place where okay, you ain't gonna like me. Well, tough, you yeah. you, know, you have to but can this is the one always trying to oh. but remember it's motherhood that's changing people on Bravo. So Candace needs to experience that so she can just but, be like okay, No, but she needs but you see, but this real. is my problem, which is why I feel like the real flip flopping is telling me okay i want to move past this you are crying here and ashley's watching you like girl what's going on with you you are crying and a a quote-unquote apology here and not even apology because you never really apologize you were crying one minute you want things to be better then when they went on the cast trip you are just like oh it will never be better we're taking baby steps and ashley's like okay then y'all back here y'all are good after that whole monique incident and her doing her statement y'all are good but then you are here oh no i didn't invite like make up your mind that to me is flip-flopping is either we moving on? Mm-hmm. It's either we have all forgiven and forgotten, or it's either listen. It's still tenuous between us. 
So don't expect an invitation. And and again, Ashley and probably in give two shakes of a lamb till whether they invite exactly. her or not. Yeah. But you need to be honest with yourself and with the viewers that no, I am going to be. Can't, this is just so nasty. She can't just help herself from being petty and throwing words and yeah. confessional. Meanwhile, Ashley's not taking you on. Not taking you not on. Not but... shade you, nothing. Yeah, but be honest with yourself. Like, nah, I, I ain't over it. I'm not ready to be on a on Ash, um, Candace part. Candace, yeah. And I wish we will. I wish this podcast was around in previous seasons because we really did some unpacking of Candace's, you know, issues. <laughs> no, no, no. Which yeah, would no help free. people. Yeah. yeah, which would help yeah. people better understand our our perspective on Candace and Candace, and Candace situation with Ashley. Yeah. So it's unfortunate yeah, that we really... weren't around before, but we're here now. And yeah. she needs to be honest with where she is at with Ashley so that mm-hmm. she can stop flip-flopping. Oh, she needs to be honest with where she's at with Ashley so that she can stop flip-flopping and going back and forth um with us on this like that. Like, come on, girl. Yeah. Um that's all I want to see on that. Um we are all over the place today, but no, we kinda we kinda in sequence, but I'm gonna take us all over the place because I had one last note on that pajama party and Mia's revelation. Cause you took me one way with, with Mia and, and the businesses. But I was <laughs> saying, I was saying, why are they so surprised? Because we have Free Spirit Ashley and Michael, who've according to them done all that there is to do. Um, but I was saying, Wendy is the first one to say, I'm not judging, or we won't judge. And then you in your confessionals judging. And I'm like, and then you're saying, you don't get into married people's business. And I'm like, but here you are in that scene. You are leading the prosecution, ma'am. You are the one with all the questions. So when you say threesome, what do you mean? You know, was he there? Was it with a woman? And I'm just like, girl, you don't get into their business, but you ask them questions. You won't even like the girl. Stop asking her anything. Exactly. You won't even and, but, like her. But when, but, go here. but I did say um, pre- pre-pregnancy pre-motherhood ashley and mia would have been joined at the hip because they are yeah, both would have been swingers together they are bo- when i say that i don't mean it like that tell us <laughs> i just meant that they would be good friends there was no there was no pun in my statement my statement was above board above the gutter please chris it was oh. very much like they would be good oh, yeah, friends they would, have been they would have been friendly with each other they would have a lot of fun they would have drank and have I feel Hunting like you're wrong road. Wrong, wrong road. <laughs> they so, would have they would have been able to match each other's energy, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Because mm-hmm. they are both and even now, because they are both married, they have children, young children. You are like, going down the same road. Let's move on. So they would have been friends. Mm-hmm. And let's yeah, see. They how, have been friends. Let's how let's see how the season progresses and if their friendship yeah. will blossom. Or if Ashley's going to be a judgy, judgy, now that she's a mother of two. Anyway, where are we now? Oh, you want to talk about Robin's little exercise um, exercise situation? I mean, it was like, it looked like it was cold as hell. That's all I yeah. had to say. And then Very like, odd. Of course, and of course, um, Wendy will come in the least amount of clothing to, to show off the body the body four episodes <laughs> four episodes 
we still talking about oh Dub my boobs will pop out and i was just like silicone wendy i thought the, i thought the new thing i thought the new thing was saline solution like what what's going on with you and the silicone like girl I mean, you gotta use what four degrees could buy you, okay? I guess, I so, guess. Yeah, I think it's a cute scene. It was good to see, you know, Robin getting active. And then I was wondering, like, how many hours Wendy had to drive to get there? Because I know she lives in Timbuktu. Yeah, quite, quite. Um, a scholar with her skinny little self. I mean, it was a cute scene, look cool they could have yeah they could have do that indoors they could have done that in an indoor gym however it's free to do it outside right (laughs) and this is the crew well we are no scholars pockets but this is the crew for free but it was robin but it was robin it was robin's event quote unquote robin's meetup you know I don't know. You are just being shady today, huh? I just, I just saying. I was just saying. I'm like, why the hell is that in the call exercising? They could have done this in an indoor gym. They could have done this in somebody's house. You know what I mean? They could have go to Kathy's tennis court. You know what I mean? Somebody must have a mansion. Like, what, what? Call up Heavenly. She has how many acres over there? Like, go buy Candace and do it in Candace's backyard. Um, in basement. She have a basement? Is it I big enough? I just, it's a huge house. She must have a basement. And you said it's like a, a 20, they, 20th century house. It must if have they, like If they wouldn't think they could have gone by Karen. They could have gone by Karen. Okay? Yeah, but they hate him. Robin is a hater. If they wouldn't, yeah. If they wouldn't um, think. Any um, other notes? Oh. Um... So I, I'm interested to see where... I'm interested to see where Robin and Escala's friendship goes. Um, as we get into, especially like in the the, the promo front for next episode, like I said, it looks like y'all are still trying Mia unnecessarily. So because Mia ain't Candice, right? And Mia ain't Ashley and it's going to go down. And it looks like y'all still trying Karen too. And I'm just like, I don't know how many seasons it's going to take for y'all to realize like Karen is not the one to be tried, right? Yeah. Well, um, I guess we could wrap up and end with Candace and her scenes. Oh, no. Well, no? let's, we want to go Candace and then Karen because I, I really wanted to talk about oh, Karen. Oh, yes. Okay, no problem. Um, Well, I just wanted to, I just had a few notes about Candace and, and what I'm she's Still doing. trying to convince us that she has changed that? No. <laughs> um because she's still out here trying to convince us she is she is she is um just her pursuing the singing career and i think i i'm gonna say this i think getting married to chris probably was not the move if she was pursuing no for real because you're more marketable when you are single you are more marketable when you are single I didn't say it. You, you. I, I, I truly believe you are. And then, um, like today, I was listening to. I was like, okay, let me give it a try. And I listened to a clip of one of her songs, and she, she legit has talent. Like she sounds like Kelly Rowland. But don't say that. Stop that. Stop that right now. Right now. Right the now. The hate I is it. real. No, 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 no. I'm not like Candace, but I have to state facts. She I rebuke it. Similar to Kelly Rowland okay no she's something like similar to i might allow it but she sounds and like kelly Rowland. it's a no that's disres- that is disrespectful on so many levels okay so i mean i will just and not only that but is is there a touch of autotune or not on candace 
that track did not sound like it was touched by attitude but um but i just wanted the episode I, I really, did. actually yeah that one was strange these the music when she recorded it just doesn't translate it doesn't come across like oh whoa she is like belting she but i really it. feel like i don't want to say it was it's never too late to pursue something right especially like if you're talented and i mean look at erica jane like she had like this opportunity but again she had the white man's money but candace i feel like would have been more marketable and she would have probably had more opportunities if she really wasn't married married on a whole um uh what out oh um i noted that the deal fell through with chuck mm-hmm. and i feel like that oh, was it a wasn't the right fit quote no, that was yeah. definitely a fallout from the fight with money definitely he probably didn't want to be around that mess. and oh again and i don't even know if it, it would have related to monique it might have also just been her in general because oh, wow. yeah when you walk like even when she walked into the room in that scene mm-hmm there was a bit of something, you know, and, you know, the guy was being, like, joking or sarcastic, but you know what they say? There's a bit of truth in every joke. No. Um, and she was like, you know, this is why Chris, because he's always been, you know, and again, maybe because Chris has been the mediator, the go-between, like, and maybe she has been a bit Between either, the talent and the... And the business and the, po- the professional side of it, you know what I mean? So whether it is to get her there on time or whether it is to see to whatever whims and fancies and needs that she have, because he was like, oh, no, we don't have something, some, you know, that kind of way. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I was just like, okay, but I let that slide, because I was like, you know what, let me see. So I noted she I had no comments on her. She, um, I noted that she also said that she has not said or shown appreciation or said thank you to Chris in a while for all his, for all he has been doing. And I'm thinking, this is where we just fall into problems because a manager will get his appreciation through a check. Mm-hmm. So that husband, the husband thing, that's wrong road, wrong road. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, those are my notes on that. And also, um, this is, this was some scenes before the pajama party. Um, I just wanted to note how terrible her hair looked in the flashbacks and how nice her sister looked. In the, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. how she had her hair all together and stuff. Good for them. Yeah. Um, let's move to, to Giselle quickly. Okay. Um, because I just had, a, and we can go in sort of order of appearance. One, what is your story with Jamal? Because you told Robin and the girls and Candice one thing. Then you're telling Cal, and I love how Cal called her on it because she was like, you know, um, oh, I was in Atlanta every five seconds and then turn around and say, oh, I was there three times for the year. Is that every five seconds? Is that often? Because you want to say, you you want to say, no, you want to say you were there so often, but you were telling Candice, you didn't see him often. You know what I mean? And then you were saying you're there so often, but then three times for the year. So how long were you there three times over the year? And he was like, oh, it's so difficult, you know, to have a relationship in a pandemic. And Cal is like, it's not, <laughs> you know. I like, love how the people around her does not let them. Like, yes, he's like, yes, you yes. can have a relationship. He's like, well, mm-hmm. you know, I mean. And then mm-hmm. he had to try to like backpedal. Oh, you mean like somebody in your face, you know? And I'm just like. But okay, then he guys. said that, Giselle, you don't want anyone in your face. 
he he made that remark right because i think he was trying to save for the fact that his initial reaction was like yes you can have a relationship but then they have to soften the blow like oh, oh okay. you don't want that anyway you know yeah. how you know like oh, don't come no, that's around not that you got dropped out yeah. Minutes. yeah yeah um, yeah, okay, so, uh, I felt sad for Grace because I know how it feels to like fail your driver's mm-hmm. driver's test, but I only failed once, so I'm not sure. Like, I never we don't feel the regulations, you no. you, you feel the actual the driver, actual practical, yeah. So, I feel she's probably not studying hard enough or like dedicating time to study to it, yeah. Or maybe she's um, putting too much pressure on herself too. Uh, because I also feel like is that a moment that we needed to see on TV? And yes, we want to see the real, but this show is not about Grace. You understand? We like to see Grace, but it's not about her. And so I feel like that it might always be your sticking point to Giselle, right? Like she what? uses the kids more as a no. It's not a sticking point. That's why I say I love to see when they are when she is in scenes with them. Um, and when they are talking to her about her or when she's being motherly or whatnot, that's fine. All the housewives show it. But I was saying in terms of grace, like for me, and I mean, whether it is driving test, whether it is school test, whether it's whatever kind of test, you know, like, yeah, you're doing this show, mom, but do you need to have this camera in the car when I am going through what probably at that time is like the biggest, yeah, you know, the yeah. biggest thing in my life. So yeah. is that something that we needed? to film and is that something that we needed to show especially because in that scene Giselle didn't really have a role to play other than chauffeur you know what I mean because oh, if we saw a good no I don't think and, she was motherly enough either I don't know and and again maybe it is to show us like how she was saying you know she does have and like how they told her you do have a problem with emotional support maybe it was to show us that but if it was a moment where she was really like, you know what, don't worry, we'll, th-, you know, and I mean, she tried in the end to give a pep, pep talk, like, okay, we'll book it next week, and next week is, you know, our time, whatever it is, but if it was like a real meaningful moment, mm. I could see why you would include that. For now, it is just, like I said, we're just like, oh, poor Grace, right? Like, it didn't really have anything to do with Giselle, um, other than, okay, we get the tidbit that Jamal is driven, She's the main drag, you know. No, like, what did it serve us? What did it serve Giselle's storyline? It was a grace moment, and the story is not about grace. And I mean, I think it is one of our comments from previous seasons that she does use the children as a storyline, not in the I am a mother and this is my storyline, but in the let me, Karen, Giselle is Lisa Renner of this franchise, yes. But in that, my children have interesting lives. Mm Yeah. And I am using their lives as a yeah. story. And then I will carry the bone and stir the pot. Yeah, yeah exactly. But from one mother to a next, let me say I loved the interaction between Karen and Raven. Mm-hmm. And this is not being biased. And maybe again, because Raven is older, so she's off. And I would like to see what Raven is doing with herself. Yeah. Like, oh, well, I've been on her Instagram like before the season started. Yeah. And she really does live in New York. But the circle that she like moves in makes me side eye because I I don't want to trigger you but I I'm like New York is such a melting pot why mm-hmm. are you the token black girl in your yeah. circle you know and I was like maybe that is how Karen wants her to be whatever but no or maybe um, 
But then maybe it depends as well on what, what she's she studying. Right. Where what she exactly. studied and like what her and where she No, but no, I, I'm not I'm not buying that either because I'm telling you, like New York is a melting pot. Like you yes. find any and everyone. You so can, but at strange. the same time, no, but at the same time, if me and friends from school or friends from my old neighborhood or wherever it is, if we go out to New York, um, even even and especially at that age, and especially because my mother is grand dumb, I am picking up new friends. I am picking, you know, just like that. You know what I mean? So I'm not too worried about that aspect in terms of that. But I was just saying, like, I saw her when when Karen did Wendy Williams, like she was there as well. Um, because again, that's in, you know, in in New York or wherever. And um I like to see the interaction. Again, the show is not about her, but I like to see the interaction because she is also older and she's like, How is that my task? Like, mommy, you're being ridiculous. You know, that kind of way. So if it's if it's if it's people who could get you together is your children. And so I like I like to see, you know, that kind of She's, interaction. She is doing enough Noel. Noel Cynthia's daughter things on Instagram like like she Definitely. is really out there if you if but, you have it um, use it so I mean yeah it was cute it was like okay all right mommy yeah I, mean, I don't have much to like oh, no. contribute here but oh, you can no. go ahead go to town yeah because I was like, yes, Ambassador Hugo, yes, Congresswoman, oh, yes, yes oh, Senator, well, yeah. you be an ambassador for for your um for your community and yeah. you bring another I do like narrative. Story. I this do is, like that storyline. Yeah. This is another, this is another, this is the way Grandam not only differentiates herself, but sets herself up up uh, you know, above the rest of those Potomac girls. Cause here she is, she's like I want to bring attention to rural America. Like she has a platform. It's not about, and you know, most, no, most of these, most of these girls have like a, I don't want to say a fake platform, but oh yes, my child is an eating disorder. And so, you know, I think, you know, that kind of way. Oh, oh my gosh. I, you know, like, like not fake, but, but superficial and really bandwagon, yeah. this kind of things. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. nothing wrong with being um an lgbtqia advocate but a lot of them do it because they feel like that is the style you know to -hmm. say oh yes and i'm on a float for pride parade but do you really you know is it something that really resonates with you is it something that thinks so when she's like yeah i want to bring i want to bring attention to rural america and i'm like but yes they don't have they don't have clean drinking water you know they they don't have you know it's food deserts out there girl Girl, show us. And it's not that you saying, oh, well, let's go to this country, you know, where the, whether they go to Africa or they go to the Caribbean or wherever and pretend like, you know, like we ain't have modern healthcare systems over there. It's like right now in our country, well, in the USA, there are something. these issues that I mm-hmm. want to bring. And I'm like, Karen Hugo for, for, for Congress. <laughs> yes, Karen. Everybody starts a business. That's the norm, you know. Everybody has have a cocktail, they have a little candle, no shade. You know, they have, you know, whatever they have. Porsche was very innovative with the bed sheets, okay, you know, who have a fragrance, who have a wine, and it's like, yeah, I have a platform. I'm like, yes, yes, grandam, yes, yes. So I love that. I love that about it. I concur. I like that new storyline. It's a new a um, new angle dimension yeah that's what it is the depth 
It's depth. not just about the BS. It's the depth. And you know, you know, I like my girl Phaedra. I feel like she mm-hmm. had also, no, like she was good at that too. Like I'm in the mess and I'm going to give you the shade, but I'm also going to, and that was before it was, you know, like I said, nouveau or popular to be all Black Lives Matter. Like Phaedra had been the one on Bravo saying, we need to do something for black boys. You know, we need to have this thing. We need to do this and that. Um, and so really the activism in Housewives, like in a real way, I think that's what Phaedra did well. And I think that's what Grand Dame is bringing to the Potomac of it all. You go, girl. Final words for the season, for the episode? Um, final words for the episode. I like how Grand Dame did not take the bait mm-hmm. when in that pajama party, when Giselle walked in and she's like, oh, here's a lion. The, the heater. Yeah. And Grand Dame is just like, Okay, you know that kind of way. If you are so bothered or unbothered by me, rather, if you have nothing to tell me, if you're gonna ignore me, if you think then ignore me, like you ain't see me. Mm -hmm. And I was well unprepared to let you walk in and not say anything. So why are you coming for me? You are pressed, pressed like a panini. Anyway, that's that's all I have for this episode. (laughs) So what we read tonight? You know, I gave this an eight. Like I said, I think it was a good episode. Um, could it have gone there a little more? Yes. But it was jammed with good nib- nuggets and nibbles and tidbits in every scene. We saw Karen burning the fish. Even though she burnt the fish, it was still a good scene with her, you know, Raven. We saw even the, the outdoor exercise in the cold had a purpose. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I gave it an eight. Yeah. I'm going to 8.5. Yeah. Um, I just want to say that this season has been giving. I know nah. we only four episodes in, but I think this season has been. I felt like, so far, yeah. It's really good. Yeah. So I feel far. like this season, I feel like this season is building up to something. I do feel like, and I told you all that last time, I feel like last episode, we had some lags, right? Because the episode should have just focused on the spa party. We had some dips, but. And that is why I think this episode worked well because everything took us to the pajama moment. So it was a build-up. It yeah. wasn't like a seesaw, like a oh, let's go here, let's go there. It started with the invitation and it snowballed into the confrontation. And we got that all in one episode. I think that was the yeah. next thing. It wasn't yeah. uh, it wasn't drawn so out over two episodes. So, yeah. yeah. So that's perhaps why this, there was this was this episode definitely earned eight point five rating from me. Yeah. Um, right. Now I'm going to I'm going to have a very controversial MVP. Go ahead. Um, no, you go first. Mia was my MVP because... for the episode. Oh no! Okay, girl, no. <laughs> you can't convince it... me to give me <laughs> to give. Her it all revolved MVP. around her. Like she gave us this wasn't episode. She... All right. This um... episode, courtesy. Mia Thornton. <laughs> right. So I don't want to say, I don't want to, I don't want to give the title MVP, but I want to say least annoying player to me in this episode was actually Candace. Strange, right? Very odd. But that's what, but I don't think that she, she, I don't think she served, like she was least annoying. Right. Because so she I was actually. That. Right, so her and Wendy didn't know. Her and Wendy didn't do anything in this episode, and that's why I can't Perfect. give them it. No, oh, no. I okay. I mean, we could disagree, but listen, no. the MVP Candice, Candice does not annoy. 
I will give her not MVP but least mm. annoying place. Person. But that's not what we're giving. We are giving who was the most I valuable player. You don't I have do any? Have... No, I don't. Oh, I nah. truly don't. Because I was struggling between. I can't give it to Mia because I, I had my own diatribe with earlier. her. This, nah. this. I think she played her role, and I think that because she responded to and the I invitation, how Karen every week like that's uh-huh. not I I like how she responded to the invitation is what gave us this entire episode. And then of course we saw her businesses and then like we saw her long legs striding into that pajama party. Like yeah, I feel I feel like she deserves it. I if I had a second then like a runner up. I mean MVP for the week for A is Mia. So. Yeah. Kudos to her for winning and, that. And, and Chris has none. Not even like Ashley. Not even like Ashley giving birth. Gave anything in the episode. Not even Robin's outdoor exercise. <laughs> not even Giselle as a counterpart to the to the to the mess. I tell you, I would give I listen. Congratulations to Candace for being the least annoying person on my screen this week. Um and she still managed to you're probably, you're, like, probably, you're probably never going to get this ever again. But congrats. I think she was yeah. still annoying because she's like, oh yes, and this house is with me in my mid-30s, like mid-20s to mid-30s. And you know, I've come so far. And I'm like, girl, I'll see it. I'll believe it when I see it. But anyway, that's that's how the episode went. And we mm-hmm. wait to see, like I said, we wait to see next week where they try to come for Mia again and where they try to come for Karen again. Yeah, that um they are here send the hell out of her, huh? Yeah, they're just being ridiculous. Um yeah, and that's... even and even that preview of where they stay in next week is what I thought Candace's home would look like. But I digress. <laughs> like, no. Back the next week. Yeah, it's just like, girl. Save the content, girl. Save the content. We can't give them everything. Yeah. Here we are, a next week of trials, tribulations, triations, and situations. Um, and I'm sure that Mia and Karen would hit it out the park. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh, but that's where we end today's episode. See you in the next one. See ya. Well, that's all for this episode. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember to follow and subscribe on Twitter and Instagram at This Ain't Real Podcast or stream episodes wherever you find your favorite podcasts. This ain't real. It's Can we not, not real. It's real. No, it's TV. not. It's Hello. Hello. Just keep your earpiece in and answer the fucking radio. So, so nasty. And so rude. Is Jamal no, coming? Of course not. Wrong road. Wrong road. I've made my decision. Bring back my girls. Bring back.